0: Uh, yeah, we loved it. In fact, my wife watched the first, I don't know. Did she watch? She watched the first season. And then I said, what are you, what is this? So she, we went back and watched the first season together. She said, I love it so much. I don't mind sitting through it again. Yeah. No, the marvelous Miss Mazel. Hey, did you, did, have you seen
1: that? I
0: saw enough of it to know I'm not going to watch it. Oh. That's right up your alley. You'd give it enough. Yeah,
2: he, that's the funny part. He really would have. But so he's what? got he's got this swaggering, you know, testosterone thing that he's gotta he's like the John John Wayne of the Sousrame. <laughs> I can't watch <work. laughs> I'm a tough guy. Yeah, I eat hard. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a meat eater. Blood. CD. <sighs> Hi, Joe. <laughs> hey,
3: buddy. Open that up.
2: Oh boy. Oh boy. We should lay back today, huh, John?
4: Yeah, maybe. I'll just be quiet.
2: This is pleasant. It's your buddy. Is it Green Day?
5: No.
1: Green Day. Why would that not come on, Chris? Yeah,
5: okay. that's somebody changed.
1: Heard that
2: something.
3: Open that up. No, no. Excellent.
2: Stapleton? What do you mean, my buddy?
3: What a day. GB. I
1: got a lot to you know do here.
0: Okay, uh, Kenny, you got your ads.
1: I don't. I don't uh, think you have it. Bradalone,
0: that's it. Yeah.
1: What's uh? What do you got today, Joe? This
0: week you pick up, Joe.
1: Uh, we've got. Did you see where uh, Mary wants to give cop uh, uh, the oh yeah Ricky cop cop additional she's, time? She's
2: going to double down.
1: Yep. We've yep. got. Ayanna Presley, a uh, mysterian congresswoman who says it's racist if Walgreens closes their stories because of robbery. (laughs) You can't have a country and believe that. We've got more plagiarism at Harvard. Uh, We've got, uh, we have lilacs blooming in St. Cloud.
0: They are confused.
1: That's right, Matt. They're confused.
0: Oh, oh yes, sir. Arson
1: at the uh, center of the American experiment. Yeah, do you see
2: that uh, dude deleted his Twitter account after mocking sure it?
1: Yeah, I need I need Reavers to to weigh in on that when we do the story because I'm unaware of it. I want to hear about it.
3: You know, he's just oh, a, he's a gutless weenie, is what he is. You
2: don't know about the story or I know about Andy the, Smith?
3: I, I know about the arson
1: story. I don't follow Andy Smith on Twitter. Yeah, well, nobody,
2: nobody does anymore. Does anymore. <laughs> well, then how, how did
3: you become aware of it? Because <laughs> I went to go find it in his account. By well, I anticipating he might have said no, something? No, somebody screenshotted it to you. Yeah, no, no. I actually, I no,
2: searched, it was, yeah. you, Joe, you can search on Twitter, and my search result was this account has been deleted.
1: No, oh. oh, but what made you decide to even wonder what Andy Smith said?
2: Oh God! It's on. Uh, what yeah, yeah. you don't read? What 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 do you do all day?
1: What what should I have read it's on to discover that he's Smith? It's on pa-
2: Power Blog. It's on uh, oh, Experiment. God, it's you? on Alpha.
1: Oh, I did not know that. I did not know uh, that. Yeah,
2: it's well covered. Um, what I'm surprised about is why is it Friday and I'm just hearing about a fire um, that was last weekend. Why am I hearing about it now? And
3: you know the answer to that. I don't know the answer to that. Because it's a conservative. But
2: how did I miss it on these conservative websites I go to, Chris? That's, that's what I'm asking. Well, that's
1: a good point. That's a good point.
2: I don't expect the Star Tribune to do anything other than, you know, mock it.
1: Have they even mentioned it? No, Dude. no. Oh, I have a story about Chicago immigrants. Uh, yeah, apparently that's a good one. Uh, do I have that story?
2: You got the sound, right? The alderman?
1: What?
2: The alderman.
1: No. Uh,
2: I sent you the email. You should well,
1: have here it, it is. I have a Breitbart story about the alderman.
2: Yeah, and there's audio with that.
1: Rookie, we need to find audio.
2: Check your email, Matthew.
1: Of a, a Chicago alderman named Anthony
3: B e a l e. Joe. E-A-L-E. Yes, Joe. Ken. Can Kenny he uh, forward it to you, Rookie?
2: You <laughs> have it in your inbox,
3: Matthew. Thank you.
4: The uh, both local papers in the last hour have done stories on the fire.
2: Oh, have they? Good yep. on the webs on their website. On the website,
4: Star Tribune and Pioneer Press.
2: God, and this thing with this dingalinga a dong ding dong guy and Taylor and this news. Why is this country?
4: Why who's why? Why who's, John? Who's dingalinga a lama ding dong?
2: Ramalama lama ding dong the guy that backed out of the run for the president and his obsession with oh, Taylor he's, and yeah. Trump supporters and
1: Jesus God, no wonder. I wrote about it for Sunday and I got my line in the paper. Oh, good. That, uh, the genitals of the Republicans who <laughs> have bowed to Trump are oh, on God. display at Mar-a-Lago for the guests to see.
2: I <laughs> wonder how the lefties are going to react to you saying that.
4: I don't care. There, uh, there appears to be a bit of pushback, don't you think, in the party?
1: That they're concerned about Taylor?
4: No, about the, about <laughs> Trump in general. Yeah.
1: Well, there's not enough.
4: Well, no, but uh, Kramer from North Dakota, I have, actually have that in my news, said, <laughs> hey, stop bowing down. And Crenshaw yesterday uh, basically saying, I don't know why Republicans are doing this with the immigration bill when none of them have read it. Uh, so I think uh, I think there's a little bit of, you know, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. What the hell are we doing here going on?
1: I, I, I sent the editor a note saying, now, I'm terribly proud of my Trump lines. <laughs> meaning <laughs> meaning don't F with them. Don't touch them. <laughs> yeah He texted back,
0: they're pretty damn funny. <laughs> Good. Good. Kenny, is this it?
5: Now, I've said this before. If you give me three meal housing... Yeah,
0: that's what you wanted, right? I hadn't noticed
2: the music before. That's yes, really but, charming. But,
1: but Rook, I can't hear the guy. It's just bad audio.
0: That's max there. Let's see.
1: Let's see what we got here.
0: Now, I've said this before.
1: That's better. I just have to go max with it then. <clears throat> Well, I'm ready to do the show.
0: Everybody has their stuff. I'm ready. And
1: Are you ready?
0: I'm ready. All
1: right. Um, Fra- Fra- here we. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Store is a wonderful place. I like to hang out there and go through the nuts and bolts of life. Brings you Garage Logic Podcast number one thousand two hundred and thirty-eight. Feb 2nd, 2024. Now, is today Groundhog Day? Yes, sir.
0: Yes. Did we see the shadow of the... Why wouldn't it be Feb? Gopher? Why is
1: it Feb 2 and
3: not Feb I, 1? I wasn't in charge. It's always Feb 2. Fine. 48
1: <laughs> degrees on this day in <laughs> 1991. Whoa. I got Wow. Go. And 32 <laughs> below on this day in 1996. And I occasionally uh, offer a note... Just to be mindful of winter. On this day, uh, February 2nd, Groundhog Day. In 2016, <laughs> we had eight inches of snow. Huh. And wow. Now uh, there you go, Rook. You can play the sounder. And now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Haidt in the newsroom, and of course, the Rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushi. I don't know if he does this every year, but Timbuktu is a listener who, he likes to explore things and do the kinds of things that if I had a professional staff, they would do. Hmm. Uh, oh. Here are some notes about Groundhog Day. Apparently, Punxsutawney Phil came out today.
4: Hey, at least we know the date of it, okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we yeah. got the date down. <laughs> well, we get credit for that.
2: And we know that he—it uh, was cloudy, so there's an uh, early spring,
1: right? Early so spring? he did not see a shadow. Correct. Which right. means an early spring, right? Yeah. There. there you go. Well, spring's well, here. Do you know that the groundhog is a member of the squirrel family?
2: Yeah. We, okay. did, we we did know that. It's
1: also known as a woodchuck or a whistle pig. Yeah, Did yeah, you know that? Yeah, uh-huh. I did know that. The yes. name whistle pig comes from the groundhog's habit of making a high-pitched whistling sound as a warning to other groundhogs when they feel threatened.
2: Right, right before that 22 hollow point hits them in the chest.
1: Do you know that groundhogs are mostly solitary? They only emerge in midwinter to find a mate. In oh, that respect, they are akin I'm to me. To many humans. Yeah. Uh, the Groundhog Day film starring Bill Murray was not filmed in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, or even Gobbler's Knob. Huh. It was filmed in Woodstock, Illinois.
3: It did was. you know that? I did not I know, know that. And yeah. I love that movie. Uh, this guy should do more tidbits and notes for a different... Well, <laughs> here's one for you, Kenny. Turtle
0: Earth. Turtle Earth. Turtle Earth.
1: Groundhogs are edible.
0: Yes, know, really? The
1: Pennsylvania game yes. commission says about 36,000 hunters oh. reported killing more than 200,000 groundhogs last year. Game commission Ooh. spokesman, Travis Lau found ground groundhog a bit stinky to clean with thick skin. Yeah, It was actually really good. Them. No doubt about it. And to my taste more like beef than venison is Lau said the whole family ate it and liked it. And, and uh, Kenny, what, County, are you in? I'm praying I get the right answer.
2: Uh, Douglas
1: <laughs> in Minnesota, most groundhog meat is consumed in Douglas <laughs> County. <laughs> <laughs> where, <laughs> Here's news from where, where, the gravy coffee <laughs> where it is considered a delicacy. I oh and my often word, served at Super Bowl parties. Oh,
2: god. I usually use a shovel and I throw it into the wood into the uh, brush pile.
1: Well, there you are, Douglas County. Although I won't
3: even touch meat. None of that answered your initial question, which was, why is it the second? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I have it here. Okay, because I am doing work for the show. Right. See, you
1: checked out about four years
3: ago. (laughs) Pennsylvania Dutch were immigrants (laughs) from German-speaking areas of Europe. The Yermans had a tradition of making, marking, excuse me, masse, February second, as Badger Day, on which, if a badger emerging from its den encountered a sunny day, thereby casting a shadow, it heralded four more weeks of winter. Honey badger don't give a damn. That's
2: right. I love the name Whistle Pig. Yeah. That is, that's pretty cool. Wasn't
1: there a group called Whistle Pig? It
2: should be a band or a bar. <laughs> or I think there
1: was a band called Whistle Pig. Uh, oh, maybe it's a song.
2: A town? Whistlepig, Minnesota?
1: What's what? up in Douglas County?
2: <laughs> right there on the border of Otter Tail Hi-ya. and Douglas.
1: Bill? Here's Kenny with news from the Crappy Coffee
2: Shop. So I shot myself a whistlepig yonder the other day.
4: Mr. there's a bluegrass band
1: called the Whistlepigs. I told you. I know my music, obviously, more than oh, you do. Know. yeah, good one. <laughs> Say uh, a guy oh, named K. John Joe. Gonzalez reports from St. Cloud that lilac trees are budding in St. Cloud. Me. Isn't that amazing? Ooh. Well, they're you know what they are? Confused. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Does that mean we're going to get mosquitoes in about 10 days? I don't know. Hmm. And Jenny writes, I agree with your comments. Why doesn't Ilhan Omar go back to Somalia to fight for their causes? The thing I would like to note is why do groups keep referring to themselves as Somalian-American, Hmong-American, Arab-American, African-American? And I can go on and on. Don't these titles just separate us more? Do they use titles thinking they may one day go back to the homeland? So do I refer to myself as a Polish-German-Irish-American? I have a few question marks in my heritage. I use uh, what would I use for that? Please note my husband and I drive a 2022 F350 diesel pickup and tow our 30 foot fifth wheel camper. My husband, uh, my husband kept what the hell is a 2002 F250 diesel? To haul his 1942 John Deere tractor to tractor pulls, and she signs off, which is why I read the email. Let the black smoke roll. All right. She's a GL. Roll and call. All right. Let's get down to the world ending. How can you have a world? How can you have a country when we're now uh, noting? That if Walgreens closes in a certain neighborhood that might be predominantly of color, but they're closing because of how stripped they're getting from from theft, that Walgreens is racist. Sure. Makes a lot of sense. You have a member of the so-called squad in Washington, D.C., Congresswoman Ayanna Pressley. She condemns Walgreens. In fact, she condemned Walgreens on the U.S. House floor Tuesday for closing a pharmacy in Roxbury. That's in the Boston area. An act, Presley said, will deepen racial, economic, and healthcare inequalities for marginalized groups. Well, then, then those marginalized groups should not be robbing Walgreens because then they can't make any money. Addressing the U.S. House Speaker, the, state, the state's Democratic representative for District 7, I mean, that uh, must mean that she's from Massachusetts, right? Said the pharmacy store chain is abandoning low-income communities in the district and leaving communities without access to medication and baby formula. The closures are not arbitrary and they're not innocent, Presley said. They are life-threatening acts of racial and economic discrimination. Theft is not. No. Nope. Huh. The uh, Walgreens uh, in Roxbury closed Wednesday. Uh, the decision to close the pharmacy, one of 18 across Boston, sparked a public outcry who said the closing of the pharmacy would make it harder for people to get their stuff. Roxbury is a majority minority community with over 30% of residents identifying as black. Walgreens has announced additional location closures in Hyde Park and Mattapan, both majority black communities. The closure is part of a larger trend of abandoning low income communities like the previous closures, both in the Massachusetts 7th District, Presley said. When the closure was announced, Walgreens said patient files would be transferred to the nearest open location, but the nearest Walgreens is a mile away, complicating transportation for seniors. Those with mobility restrictions and those without access to cars. Shame on you, Walgreens. I think is Walgreen uh who owns that?
0: Is that Walmart? No. No. That's distinct from all.
1: Okay. I'll look. Shame on you, Walgreens. Presley said in her speech, "Having a website with talking points about health equity and underserved communities is not enough." Walgreens is a multi-billion-dollar corporation that needs to put their money where their mouth is and stop divesting from Black and Brown communities. Aren't they franchisees though? I have no idea.
0: Uh, it is formerly Walgreen Drug Company trade name. It's a subsidiary of. I don't care. Okay if i've i've witnessed it walgreens boots alliance is the parent company i've witnessed it
1: in not a predominantly black neighborhood i've witnessed a theft in walgreens by black customers but it's not in a predominantly black neighborhood which unfortunately is germane to the discussion because who is it that's been robbing the stores blind in roxbury Residents. You think it's a bunch of Swedish people? No. So what are they supposed to do? Well, I can tell you what they're supposed to do. According to the likes of Ayanna Presley, they're supposed to stay open and just take it. And in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if there's movements to change the criminal code. In fact, you could look that up. I think she or others are are advocating uh it's not theft if you get less than $1,000 worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. Unreal.
3: Well, then well then, what's the point of having the store? And that's why what Kenny said yesterday is prevalent here, because in the likes of, of, of her mind, they should just sit and take it. But then, okay, so what's going to prevent once this store closes, the next one's going to get hit. So then what are they supposed to do? Well, I don't know, but I guess we're supposed to allow theft up to $1,000. And it's because elected idiots like this have no answers. That's the problem.
4: Do you think uh, I have a question only because Walgreens is not blaming theft should the company blame theft if that's the reason? You know what I mean? They they use a word called shrinkage. Uh, they're not using the word shrinkage. I, trust me, I know what shrinkage is.
3: No, but yeah. that's true. But but John, didn't we <laughs> have this why? discussion a while back where there were some companies that re, that didn't want to go down this road because you, they were they were worried the about public backlash?
4: Here's what their uh, statement said: Walgreens is citing changes in the market and buying habits of customers in Roxbury as factors in the decision. So that wouldn't that wouldn't include theft. But should they in- include theft? If well, I think I think
1: it is theft, and they're they're uh, too woke to try to say that's it. That's just yeah. That's, that's a, that was
3: my question. Should they address that? Of or? course they should. Of course they should. But they're in a, in a small way caving to public pressure, in the likes of whatever her name is. Rook, you got a. You have the
1: audio from a Chicago alderman. You like the word alderman. You want to be an alderman.
3: <laughs> I would uh, love to
1: be an alderman. Chicago's ninth ward alderman Anthony Beale Do you have audio of yes. him? Let me set this up. He apparently is fed up with city hall handing out freebies to illegals, and says the large amount of welfare border crossers are a. Al- the large amount they are allotted is serving as an advertisement for even more to come here. During a recent address made, uh, address made on the floor of the Chicago City Council, Beal said that illegals are being poor, paid more than nine thousand dollars a month in free childcare, housing vouchers, food, clothing, education, legal help, and other services. Now, I've said this before. Beal said, "If you give me three meals, housing, health care, education, a voucher for nine grand, you know what? I'd come to Chicago too." And that's what they're doing. They're telling people and they're sending money back to Chicago. I mean, back to Venezuela to, to come to Chicago because they're saying, hey, the good times are rolling here. They're taking care of everybody. Now, when we, have, when we have Venezuelans driving cars and where did they get the driver's license? Where do they get the insurance? And I got a note from uh, Jordy that says American veterans don't even get nine. They get about three grand a month. 3,700 grand a a month. Beal has become a major opponent of Mayor Brandon Johnson, who is just a uh, just a a toady of the teachers unions. Uh, Well, let's hear from Beal. Rook.
5: Now, I've said this before. If you give me three meals, housing, child care, Education, a voucher for nine thousand dollars. You know what? I come to Chicago too. Amen. And that's what they're doing. They're telling people, and they're sending money back to Chicago. I mean, back to Venezuela to come to Chicago because they're saying, "Hey, the good times are rolling there. They're taking care of everybody." Now, when we have when we have Venezuelans that are driving cars, where did they get a driver's license? Where did they get insurance from? And then you have Venezuelans being caught with drugs and guns. Where are they getting them from?
0: from? People in Chicago. <laughs> I
2: I don't necessarily want to fight you or him on this, and I, I pretty much agree on what he's saying, but he makes it sound like they're getting... Checks written out to them for nine thousand dollars every month, uh, and it's not like that. I mean, he spelled it out.
1: They're getting you, nine thousand dollars worth of goods, and yeah,
2: and some of those services. I'm guessing they're not taking advantage of if they don't have kids or they don't need health care or whatever. But I I agree with you know his direction, but so he could I, be a little more clear. I mean, it's not like they're cashing nine thousand dollar checks. And I would really like to get to the bottom of what the veterans own because that little statement that Jordy included really lit a fire under me. That's mm-hmm. that's um apocryphal if that's the case.
1: Well, maybe the theme of today's show is we just can't have a country like this.
2: Yeah, unfortunately we do. Yeah. We're not headed that way. We're it's there falling
1: apart. It, yeah. It, it, yeah. You 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 insist that it's already fallen apart.
2: Oh my God, Joe, we're fighting over. Who Tay-Tay spawned, who Tay-Tay wants to win the, the president?
1: What are we doing? Well, we're not. Uh, there are only the, the people whose genitals have been bequeathed to Trump are fighting about that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, nothing's going to change until you get It's
1: just none of this is worth,
2: that's not, God, help us, please. People please, have forgotten
3: Lord. to say who
1: gives a bleep. Yeah. They've forgotten how to say it. Yeah. Who gives a bleep? She's uh, she's the high school sweetheart. He's the football lug, and uh, they, they're they're happy uh, apparently. And
2: uh, don't care who they vote for. Don't care how much money they have.
1: And now don't the, care
2: about any of that. You know, may God bless them.
1: After this gets put through the MAGA meat grinder, she's a secret double agent for the Pentagon who's going to destroy the Super Bowl. And then uh, she's going to unleash 48 trillion votes for for Biden. I don't understand where they come up with this. And it goes
2: the same way. I mean, if this was Kid Rock and, I don't know, pick some right wing Roseanne, hell, I don't know, pick somebody, it would be the same thing coming from the left. It's just
1: our preoccupation here is ridiculous. None of this is worth talking about. According to Jordy, and I don't know how he knows this, a one hundred percent disabled vet with a spouse gets three thousand nine hundred and forty six dollars a month. God that is not right and he he was noting this in comparing uh nine thousand dollars worth a, a month worth of freebies. You're hearing that from the your their own alderman uh in Chicago handed out to illegals. Well, I mean, these 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 paradoxes are are endless uh, in this country. Uh, you know, as I said before, you've you've got college people uh, getting away with saying they don't understand how a loan works, but a five year old knows perfectly well and understands everything about changing his or her gender. Uh, it's just uh we're in a bad way and and uh, unfortunately garage logic is not real it's a an imaginary place of solace and reason and rationality do we vote early in geo we don't okay we vote on election day i see and...
2: so both of those analogies you mentioned too are the fault of their upbringing mm-hmm. five-year-old wanting to change uh, a teenager or a college kids not knowing uh, how to work alone. That, that's
1: the fault of the parents. Adults. I was given uh, some stern financial lessons from my father back in the day when I tended to uh, treat my fiduciary responsibilities, shall we say, too casually. Hmm. So I heard about it.
2: Mine was, you should buy that snowmobile and worry about paying for it later.
1: Uh, i didn't hear that
2: i wanted to because that's a cool sled you should
3: definitely buy it did part of the fiduciary responsibility given by your father was that sign selling the signs on the side of the car
1: no that was one of his scams that uh, really didn't pan out just didn't pan out i came back the sign was missing and the only thing we concluded was in the median on Highway 61. Got it. Because those magnetic signs blew off. Didn't hold.
2: How crazy. did the young uh, Joey Suchere, the preteen Joe, how did he make uh, some spendable income to buy
1: baseball cards and whatnot? I had a variety of menial jobs.
2: These are like Angel Martin get-rich-quick schemes no, no, where I you cut built
1: cash for... and worked at the grocery store and the whole deal. You know, you work on the docks. I have, okay. yeah, yeah, sure. I I, uh, I flew cardboard,
0: you know. <laughs> cardboard. Did you ever clean carpets? Nope. Because if you did clean carpets, the only place that you would want to work for is Zero Res. Yeah, is he qualified to go? You think? I don't think he could clean a carpet. Not 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 the way yeah. Zero Res not does. Not only that, I don't want to. Right. Well, I want as a, Zero Res to do it. As a former carpet cleaner myself, I was in the industry. So I speak with authority. Yes. And zero res is the authority on cleaning your carpets. February is the month for love. When's the last time you gave your carpet the love and attention it really deserves? Never. Really? Well, zero res is going to change that. (laughs) You've never gotten down on your hands and knees never. and adored how clean and refreshed it was. Never. <laughs> I'm shocked. I think everybody does. Or are you afraid you might what you that you might smell something bad or see something ugly? No.
1: The only thing I do is I look for small items that a kid could swallow.
0: Okay. All right. That's close up. That's a small amount of love. That's a level of love we can agree that's all with. All I got. Carpets. One of your biggest investments in your home, but it's also the biggest air filter as well. If your carpet hasn't been professionally cleaned. Then you're breathing unhealthy levels of nasty dirt, dander, bacteria, germs, all sorts of bad junk. And what's worse, you're going to be stuck inside because the windows are going to be shut for months. Lucky for you, ZeroRes is going to spread the love to you in your home with the Love Your Rug special. ZeroRes has over 17,000 reviews on Google and a 4.9 rating. And right now, get three months ZeroResified starting at just 119 bucks. And a free haul. We'll throw it in. Forget dirt and dander in their favorite hiding spot. That's your air ducts. This month, take seventy-five bucks off when you get your air ducts zero-res clean. Call zero-res right now. Nine five two zero-res, or go online to zeroresminnesota.com and say you want the rookie love special. Protect your employees and customers by getting your ziz- uh, business carpet zero-resified as well. <laughs> Zero resified a big word, Joe. Hey,
1: let's go here. The
0: pros at zero res <laughs> call today for your commercial cleaning estimate 952 Z E R O R E Z, spelled forwards or backwards. It's spelled the same zero res. 259.59. <laughs> you jumped on it, man. I know. That's all right.
4: Uh,. I was worried you are going to explode there for a minute, Rook, when you started going. <laughs> <laughs> a
0: lot
2: of double entendres in that ad, man. Hey, you love
0: the rug uh, special. A lot of, a lot a lot of, of, of naughty talk, talk
2: there, only
1: yeah. for you, you gutter snipe. I'm telling you. <laughs> wow,
0: gutter snipe!
1: How dare you? <laughs> and don't think I won't. <laughs> aren't we becoming a sanctuary city anticipating more and more of the becoming. Uh, our friends becoming we <laughs> well we don't have the chicago problem yet not yet i said
3: yet mm. i i'm going to keep my mouth shut
1: i don't know i just don't know i, I, I don't, just know. don't
3: know there's certain portions of minneapolis That's that the... are already like that that's the theme song to Corner Gas.
2: You watched that show, didn't you, John? Corner Gas? You? I did not, no. Oh. Corner I think gas. you'd I think you'd enjoy it. What's that about? A gas station? It's a, it's a Canadian It's a Canadian sitcom. Joe, you would hate it. You hate all things that are fun and interesting, but yeah. John might enjoy it. <laughs> Thank it's on
3: you. Amazon.
4: Thanks. It's on Amazon, John. I'll uh, maybe get to it at some point. I'm having a hard time keeping up with TV. uh, Here we go with the insult. Here's what you missed. No, insult. Why is that an insult? Dialogue. Why is that an insult? Belittling your coworkers.
0: No, I. You You want to do seafoam here? Should I save it for the next break? If I were as much a snowflake as
4: you, Mister Olson,
0: seafoam, snowflake.
4: Well, yeah, everything. You're so sensitive about every word that gets said. Had nothing to do with you, of course. Have That's you ever good.
2: watched the movie? Um What's that,
4: Ray? Ray, well, no.
2: There. Someone about the three black gals that worked with NASA.
4: I've seen part of it. I haven't seen the whole. Something.
2: Thing. What's it called?
4: Um, uh, something. But, women. Isn't it like a? What day they? The heroes of NASA or? with the man. I
2: I was trying to watch it yesterday, and I had to turn it off because I felt that it, I was getting That's too emotional. Awesome.
1: Hidden, and I, figures. I didn't, yeah,
2: hidden, hidden figures. Yeah, hidden figures. So I quick turned it off before something awful happened. That's great. Can so we uh,
1: get going here? One, exactly one of
4: my wife's favorite movies. She's watched it like three times. That's why I've only seen parts of it. It oh, looks really I, good. It looks it. good.
0: For <clears> love. <throat> When's the last time you gave your car? Why is that?
5: Oh. <laughs> you gotta,
0: you gotta I'll
2: check. do whatever. If you want it here, Matt, no, that's no, let's, fine. Let's,
0: let's save it. All right. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. And he feels fine. Joe Souchere.
4: To the other side.
1: May I talk about plagiarism at Harvard? It's rearing up again. (laughs) And I, I can explain why this is happening. You may. Based on years of professorship, at the University of Garage Logic, I can explain to you why this is happening. Uh, the latest is a uh, woman uh, named uh, Lavar Charleston. Well, uh, no, 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 no. oh, that's her husband. Her husband's name Lavar. Her name her- is Sherry Ann Charleston. She's Harvard University's chief diversity and inclusion officer love it all right and the complaint against her uh, alleges that uh, this young woman failed to properly cite a study written by her husband lavar charleston in 2009 lavar is currently the university of wisconsin madison's deputy vice chancellor for diversity and inclusion now pay attention and stay with me. Uh-huh. The uh, That alleged incidence of plagiarism came after Charleston rehashed large portions of her husband's paper in a peer-reviewed article they co-authored in 2014. The 2014 article published in the Journal of Negro Education. They still have a, a, a journal called Negro Education? You don't, well, you don't subscribe? I don't get that one. No. Had the same findings, method, and survey subject subject descriptions included in Charleston Husband's original paper, LeVar. That would be LeVar. Mm -hmm. You cannot just republish an old paper as if it is a new paper, Lee Jussum, a social psychologist at Rutgers said. If you do, that is not exactly plagiarism. It's more like fraud. Charleston did not immediately respond to a request from the New York Post to comment about the plagiarism allegations. The New York Post will cover it. It's unlikely that the New York Times is covering this. Reps for Harvard also did not respond on whether they were probing the claims in addition to Harvard, the complaint was reportedly filed with the University of Michigan and the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Charleston, a historian, joined Harvard as the school's first chief diversity officer in late 2020 after holding a similar, similar role at Madison. The fresh allegations are just the latest of claims leveled against Harvard-affiliated researchers or employees after the Ivy League school's president stepped down from her prestigious post following weeks of controversy over her own academic record. That would be Claudine Gay. Uh, She was hit with 50 accusations of plagiarism or inadequate. That's only 50? Yeah, let me, I can explain why this is happening. Uh, Serious question. Do you guys know why this is happening? It's because, come up before in
0: GL. Uh, because people are being lazy and are not putting the effort into their craft.
1: well, that that's an acceptable uh, aspect of the answer, but that's not the answer, okay? The answer is that there is no means of even producing work. On something called divorce, diversity or inclusion. It's all made up. So therefore, when you are tasked with, you know, to get a degree, they might say, we need a paper. Well, it might be tempting, especially if you're married, to go with the paper your old man faked five years previously. Okay. Because there is nothing to write about it. There are no, there is nothing to to learn. This is all made up when you take courses that can't be graded or me- no better yet when you take courses that can't you can't flunk this is what you end up with you end up with the the people in this made up industry of diversity and inclusion essentially just borrowing from each other there being nowhere else to look for this bs cuz there isn't any there history, isn't any right. you have to make it up mm-hmm. so you either end this nonsense which the the colleges they're so heavily invested in it's why the academy one of the main reasons the Academy has failed, you either, you either acknowledge this and allow these frauds who hold these positions to remain fraudulent, or you end this. You no longer have offices of diversity and inclusion, which is unlikely for them to take that step. It's just, it's what they should do to, uh, to, uh, to rescue the failed Academy, but they won't. But, this doesn't surprise me. If you're if you're taking courses and you you're actually pretending you're getting a degree in in diversity and inclusion or whatever the hell the diver, the degree would
3: be called, you're fated to not know anything because you're not studying anything. Well, and it's so easy now, and as I mentioned earlier, the copy and paste generation that's here. They've been doing this their entire academic life.
2: Um, I agree with everything you said, but they're actually, they can actually use these degrees out in the real world because we're seeing more and more private companies with, you know, like you've mentioned with these sort of right. divisions Insurance and, companies branches. and banks and law right. firms and whatever, right. They're, right. because and,
1: they're, they're buying into the BS. Right.
2: And local governments and state governments. And it's all yeah.
1: nonsense. It is meaningless.
2: But it's actually, isn't it smarter than like say getting a degree in philosophy? You know, the old what are you gonna open up a philosophy shop? You know, you know what I mean, Joe. No,
1: it, but is, getting a degree in philosophy it, would require you to study pre existing truths.
2: You're right about that. Yeah, you are right.
1: But as far as No, you end up selling tires at discount tire, but that's neither right. here nor there. But as far as that at least be a job,
2: but Joe. You would actually use your degree in DEI being hired by one of these
1: companies. Yes, but using it under false pretenses of this app, uh, having (laughs) any meaning whatsoever. Yeah, you're right about that. It's meaningless. You have Totally meaningless.
3: (laughs) I I don't think that figures into their thinking. (laughs) But you have two avenues with something like that. You either have a career in politics or you have a career in education. Uh, and they're both using it to get rich,
1: right? But here, here, let review this a minute. This, this, this gal at Harvard now, she's got this probably a two hundred grand a year job at Harvard as the diversity and inclusion officer. I'm yep. sorry, the chief diversity and inclusion officer, which presupposes there are junior diversity and inclusion officers. Oh boy, her name is Sherry Ann Charleston. Now, she's accused of plagiarism. Why? Well, she took a piece that her husband, Lavar. he's at the Diversity and Inclusion at Madison. They, they, have a, they have that kind of marriage Kenny approves of. They don't see each other. Yeah, the and, best and, kind. And, and, and he, wrote, he wrote his phony piece in 2009. By phony, I mean, uh, he, he probably had to have some creative skills to just make it up because there's nothing to base it on. So right. he creates his paper in 2009, and here's, here's Sherry Ann. You're not going to deny the missus. She's what? looking a little sideways at the kitchen table thinking, well, hell, I'll just use that. And now Harvard catches on to this. We don't even know if Harvard if Harvard, will will pursue this, because you can't correct it. There's nothing to correct.
2: Uh, I'm not upset about this because early on, you know, as you know, I've been married about 80 years now. Uh, (laughs) Early on in the marriage, uh, there were two paychecks and I discovered that both of those paychecks were our money. Mm -hmm. My check wasn't my check. Hers wasn't hers. It was our money. So this paper is our paper. (laughs)
1: That's how it works. Well, I, I, you know what? You're not far off at all. Well, it's, it's this so is absurd. A family production. Yeah, it's so absurd that it's right. Yes, once uh, again. But, but the answer for the plagiarism is: it stands to reason that you're going to be borrowing from your neighbor, your friend, or your husband because there is there is nothing for you to establish on your own. It's all well. Sure, she should have made up her own BS, but instead she borrowed the husband's BS. Couldn't even do that, so she couldn't make up her own BS. She went with LeVar's BS from five years ago or ten years but, ago or whatever that uh, was. Yeah, take a look at her salary, like you said, it could be up to two hundred k. Well, she's making two hundred grand. She's got an office. She's got people that pretend that they're actually doing something. It's well, it's a I'd complete, probably, uh, it's yeah. a complete joke. I'd and Harvard say, has become
2: uh, a complete joke. I, I'd I'd do it for 200k. I'd throw everything. <laughs> I'd throw it. Yeah. You know
1: what? It would drive you so it. crazy after a week. You'd leave. <laughs> he's got his
2: number. He's got his number. You yeah, know what your number
1: is. It's hey, 200. You think it could be
2: any worse than hey Westbound 494 <laughs> stack? <laughs> couldn't be any worse than that. It's true.
3: You've been plagiarizing traffic reports for 15
1: years. <laughs> Can I say um, a quick note that that's my speech? I've been saving that. Uh, there, there, to me, it's perfectly understandable. And Claudine Gay, come on, well, you, you know, Harvard was so excited to have a, a woman president, and then a bonus would be that she'd be a black woman president. And uh, uh, I, I'm sure she had some difficulties making up her own BS, so she borrowed other BS because they're not studying anything written in stone they're studying things that are as free moving as a river they're just it's just all made up crap and it has nothing to do with anything it's one of the reasons the academy has completely failed amen brother amen
2: i am noticing uh, um, some changes though in certain states and cities and municipalities where they are throwing dei to the curb
1: there's gonna be a lot of people out of work yeah. I can't yeah. imagine how many thousand uh, people there are employed in this nonsense and actually getting paid. And then when they do apply it, it generally is a screw up. Witness the uh, president of Hamlin trying to can a teacher, mm-hmm. you know, because it wasn't inclusive and, you know, sensitive enough. Uh, May I note also that we now know that arsonists have attempted to completely destroy the offices of the uh, Center of the American Experiment. Did you note that? Uh, That ought to make them go away, huh? Now, was that noted in our conventional news gathering institution? I
3: saw it first via social media. Mm -hmm.
1: And was there any uh, legislators who weighed in? Representative Andy Smith. Get your um, hand away from your mouth. When you're talking, you were talking into your fist.
3: Representative Andy Smith, who came up on yesterday's program, Joe, he's the Rochester fellow who wants to
1: tax unrealized income because he doesn't know what that means. Yeah, he had a he had a laugh
3: over this. He the laughed matter. about this. He did. That's all you need to know about him. And then he uh, subsequently deleted his entire account. So
1: you laugh at the misfortune of other people, huh? Some people do. Well, he's pathetic then.
2: It's the same crowd that laughs at the precinct building burning down.
1: Yeah. Right. That's a shame that we have to be burdened by this kind of what's called leadership. It, it really emphasizes uh, emphasizes how poorly we're led. That we've elected in Rochester, or you people in Rochester have elected this uh, not very serious fool who thinks it's funny that someone's office building was destroyed. Yeah because they happen to have reasonable thoughts mm-hmm. that they're rational thinkers.
3: And he wasn't alone. I mean this there was there were others. I don't know that they're in the public spectrum that he is, but there were other people that had the same reaction that he did. It's it's a joke because the left are not
1: the left at heart are very mean-spirited people. Remember, they don't like people. Mysterians don't like people. So uh, they find it very easy to find these things humorous. They don't like people. They're mean, mean mean-spirited people. i tell you what, that doesn't work for me. Uh, But you
2: know what does work for me? Hmm. Seafoam. Seafoam works for me.
1: What doesn't Uh, work for you, being mean-spirited?
2: And here's more real-world proof that Seafoam works for GLers all over our area. GLer Steve, he writes, uh, Hey there, just a quick story about Seafoam. I've been kind of a naysayer of it, but I took your advice and I used it. I have a couple of Ski-Doo 600 E-Techs and decided to take them out on the lake to at least see if they still work this year. One was especially doggy in the mid-range, about 50, 60 miles per hour. The other one, though, was great. It would stand straight up on end. I put in about six ounces of seafoam, which is a stout dose. And then I went out and ran her up and down our bay a few times. And after about 10 minutes, it was faster than the other one. Thanks for the recommendation. Well, I can tell you, Steve, it's my pleasure. Seafoam works in uh, ditch pickles, ski don'ts, yamablas, and polar asses, and every other gasoline and diesel-fired engine on the planet. It's it's truly a miracle for tiny, from tiny engines to enormous engines, Seafoam works. Just another wonderful product from our friends at Seafoam.
1: Uh, Somebody needs to look up, has shoplifting been decriminalized in Boston? Look at it right now. Because that makes the Walgreens closing story even more dramatic. They've decriminalized shoplifting under a grand, but then cry, cry racism when the results are the stores are getting picked clean.
3: Has shoplifting been decriminalized in Boston? Shoplifting can be charged as either a misdemeanor or felony, depending upon the value of the item taken and the criminal record of the person accused. The cutoff is one hundred dollars. If one hundred, then sh- uh, being I'm being told a thousand, which is wrong. If you if you shoplift less than one hundred dollars, a fine of two hundred fifty for a first offense and five hundred dollars for a second may be levied. This is uh, as of... What's the date? This is a year ago, January 24th. Well, it might have changed.
4: It appears what Chris had is correct from what I'm seeing. Two different places. My internet sucks today.
0: I'm ready when you guys are. We're going to Johnny.
3: We just need to do one new segment because we have Pat at one ten. Are you? Are you using
2: that shoplifting information later in the show?
1: No, I wanted it to be. I thought it was a $1, thousand dollars. A hundred bucks isn't. It? I'm right, ready. I'm ready. Here we go. Three,
0: two.
1: Is Pat know he's on today? Mm-hmm.
0: You know what? I'll just stop and read. That's not a good comeback.
6: <laughs> what? Uh
0: Joe. All right, here we go in three, two.
2: You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere.
4: Well, here's
1: John Hite.
4: Thank you, Joe. This news is brought to you by North American Banking Company. We talked about this a little before, but let's uh, let's get it out of the way right now. Uh, the apparently very tasty Puxatawney Phil did not see his shadow. That indicates early spring. So, well, we're there. noting that here, aren't we, John? Yes, we are. We've had okay. spring already for a few days. Feels like
1: spring. I love it. I love it. I love it. I Something interesting. I don't see anybody complaining about this weather. Do you know anybody complaining about it? I mean, the same people who are, are hysterical about we're ruining the earth. They sure as hell are enjoying this weather.
2: Who always complains about the weather, no matter what the weather is? Who? Farmers, oh, this oh, is really bad. This is like really it. this is really bad for us, yeah. Well, or they for farmers,
4: like excuse perfect. me. Right, Maybe, but yeah. th- the ground needs the moisture.
1: Okay, let's have some rain.
4: On a personal note, uh, when I talk about the weather at my house, my wife gets angry with me. Okay, and my brother calls me about once a week to talk about the weather, and she storms out of the room, drives her absolutely crazy. Huh. Is that a that's she's not a wife here, thing. though? She's from here though, right? She's from the twin cities, yes. yes oh, that's she's...
2: surprising. Why? Uh, because if, if we didn't if we didn't talk about the weather, we wouldn't have anything to talk
1: about. <laughs> well, other... just, just think, we're experiencing a non-winter, and uh we might there might not be another one for a hundred years. It's pretty interesting. We're we're experiencing one.
4: Our I'm own, okay with it. Our own selves. And other news, according to the latest poll from our friends uh, downstairs in the building there at KSTP and Survey USA, not everyone is pleased with that spending spree Democrats went on in the last legislative session. Uh, Dems, of course, as we've talked about a million times, created new departments, new initiatives that pretty much spent an entire $18.5 billion surplus. When I asked about the nearly 40% increase in state spending over the next two years, 40% of respondents said it was too much. Another 26% said it was the right amount. 11% said it wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah. I know. How many said,
1: I don't know.
4: Yeah. Well, let's see if we add 40, 66, 77. So there's 23% missing there, right?
3: I have right? no opinion. Yeah. No, uh, opinion. Did you say 11% said we didn't spend enough? Yeah. You got to spend more. You got to spend more.
4: Wow. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, also gas tax increases tied to the rate of inflation and a one cent increase in metro area sales tax. 55% said that was too much. 27% said it was the right amount. And 6% said the increases were not high enough. Majority of poll respondents also think rebates approved by the state legislature and governor were not enough. many Minnesotans received520 dollars per couple or 260 dollars per individual with some getting more if they had dependent children. 58 percent said the rebates were not enough. 22 said the right amount. seven said they were too much. Uh, while all those moves reflect badly, of course, on Democrats the poll does say Minnesotans were in favor of a couple of other moves the Democrats made, for instance. The paid family and medical leave that starts in 2026 has the support of 61% of those surveyed. Only 20% are against the program. Recreational marijuana and cannabis products will be available for retail sales starting next year. And poll respondents were high on that idea. (laughs) Get it? High on that idea. Uh, I get it. 65% approving of the new law, and only 26% opposed. The most popular new legislation approved by the Democratic majority, free breakfast and lunch for Minnesota school students, 72% approved that idea, 21% opposed. Of the respondents included in the survey, 36% identified as Democrats, 33% as Republicans, 24% as Independents. Hennepin County prosecutors intend to pursue an aggravated sentence in the event the Minnesota state trooper charged with fatally shooting a motorist last summer is convicted at trial. Ryan Lundgren is charged with second-degree murder, second-degree manslaughter, and first-degree assault in connection with the death of Ricky Cobb II. A one-page notice filed yesterday says prosecutors will seek to prove in court that Lundgren committed other offenses on separate occasions and request the judge issue a tougher sentence if he's convicted. In the statement, the Hennepin County Attorney's Office clarified its position, stating it is a preliminary and standard filing required by court rules. The Lundgren's defense team, Christopher Medell, asserted his client has never had any other complaints against him. He said this is total, utter nonsense. Trooper Ryan is innocent. Lundgren made his first court appearance on Monday. The judge released him without bail on the condition that he surrender his passport and remain law-abiding. The next hearing in the case is scheduled for April 29. What
1: are they doing to this kid? He's what, 27 years old. Yeah. What are they doing? Yeah, yeah. And they're claiming they find other things that he did wrong.
5: Yeah, but he, well, A, he didn't do anything wrong character.
1: in this case. Yeah. And B what are they? They, they, his lawyers say he's got medals of appreciation.
4: Yeah. There's no record. These people. Mm. A golden Valley office building that houses three conservative groups was damaged by fire. Sunday morning. The groups say the fire was intentionally started center of the American experiment, take charge. And the upper Midwest law center all have offices in the building. They say they were singled out for their views. The ATF says it's investigating the fire alongside the FBI and local authorities. The buildings have been closed off. All the investigation is underway, and photos mm-hmm. and video from inside reveal extensive damage that could take months to repair. Is the it fire
1: charge Kendall Calls?
4: Yes, it is. The fires allegedly set on the first and third floors, which would seem to indicate that it certainly is arson, huh? Yep. Uh, take charge and center of the American experiment have offices on the ground floor. The upper Midwest law center is on the third floor. Star Tribune reporting the manager of a Chick-fil-A at the Minneapolis St. Paul international airport skimmed more than $140,000 from his dining location and a sister restaurant and spent the money on a sex oriented website and online sports betting among other things. Grand. Wow. Thomas Hill Jr. was charged in U.S. District Court in Minneapolis with five counts of wire fraud in connection with the embezzling that spanned 13 months until last fall. He was charged by summons. He makes his first court appearance February 14th, according to the charges from September 2022 until October 2023, while collecting the daily cash receipts from Chick fil A and Setabello, both franchised by The Grove, based in Chicago. Instead of storing the money in a safe deposit box as required, Hill pocketed some or all of the cash according to the indictment in all 144 grand he'll covered up the scheme by using future cash receipts to conceal his thefts creating the false impression the deposits were delayed rather than stolen he'll spent his ill-gotten gains on online sports betting jewelry and on the OnlyFans website, a subscription-based <laughs> website known <laughs> for sexually explicit content that includes wow. celebrity performers. And- wow. He, he had his ten. priorities in order, didn't yeah.
1: he? I think the only Chick-fil-A I've ever had was from the airport. Hmm. It's pretty maybe, good. Maybe
4: mm-hmm. you met Thomas. You
1: never know. Maybe I did. You I contributed. No I did, yeah.
2: Um, but he hasn't been had his day in court yet, right, John? February 14th, he'll be in court. It'll be interesting when we get to the... Um, sentencing date what he gets and how much time he ends up serving and it will be fun to compare that to the food fraud uh, guilty as charged people that's right that'll be a lot of fun so maybe let's keep watching be, that one maybe
1: he'll be allowed to go home and uh, that's what i was down. thinking Yeah. yeah
4: <laughs> Hundreds of soldiers from the Minnesota National Guard are on their way to the Middle East. A deployment ceremony held Thursday morning at Grace Church in Eden Prairie for the 34th Infantry Division Red Bulls, comprised of soldiers from 13 different states, including Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, North and South Dakota. A total of 550 soldiers will be in Kuwait for 10 months after a month of training in Texas. In national and international headlines, U.S. forces struck targets belonging to Yemen's Houthi rebels on Thursday, continuing an effort to degrade the Iranian-backed group's military capabilities. The strike comes as the U.S. gets ready for its response to a drone attack Sunday that killed three U.S. service members in Jordan. The enemy drone was launched from Iraq by a militia backed by Tehran and hit a U.S. outpost. The response to that attack could come as early as this weekend is expected to unfold as a set of operations over several days, according to U.S. defense officials. U.S. Central Command, which is responsible for U.S. military operations in the Middle East, said it struck a Houthi drone ground control station as well as several of the group's drones after figuring out they presented what they called an imminent threat, a threat to merchant vessels and U.S. Navy ships in that region. Surprising economic numbers this morning. Job growth, posting a surprisingly strong increase in January. Non-farm payrolls expanded by 353,000 jobs for the month, much better than the Dow Jones estimate of 185,000. The unemployment rate, according to the Labor Department's Bureau of Labor Statistics, held at 3.7% against Dow's estimate of 3.8%. U.S. oil production has surged to a new record high of 13.3 million barrels a day last week. Yes, sir?
1: No, finish this or have a comment
4: about it. The prior record was 13.2 million barrels a day, hit in November, and is above the pre-pandemic high of 13.1 million barrels, reached in February 2020. America's steady rise in U.S. oil production has helped put a cap on prices, with the commodity down 8% year-to-date, even amid a flare-up in geopolitical tensions in the Middle East and as the U.S. economy remains on solid footing. Yes, sir.
1: Well, it sounds like we're doing very well in oil production. Uh, Most ever. Record. Well, but we were under the impression that we're not, that we're handcuffed, that we're not getting any oil. Right. Which is it? Uh, Obviously, we're doing fine, even though the gas prices are now suddenly back up, by the way. Did you notice that? Well, we spun the wheel. No, it's uh, plant maintenance.
4: It is, is that a, what it cold is? Cold weather in January. Yeah, maintenance, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of excuses.
1: I don't, uh, boy, I, I'm a big champion of drill, baby, drill. And it, apparently we are, which is fine with me. I love how you're asking us. Like, we've got you to know, yeah. Why am I even looking at you? Dull we stairs. We need Jim,
0: the oil guy. We need the oil guy. What the hell happened? The Where are you?
4: Hard times for lots of media sources, both broadcast and print, and now that's even hit your favorite newspaper, Joe, the Wall Street Journal. Uh-oh. The journal took a hatchet to its Washington bureau yesterday, laying off about 20 staffers in a restructuring. That adds to a brutal start to 2024 for the journalism industry. The cuts focused on the bureau's economic reporters in Washington, which will be folded into the newspaper's New York-based business team. The bureau's team covering U.S.-China news will be shut down. In an email to staffers, editor-in-chief Emma Tucker said the journal's Washington bureau will now focus specifically on politics, policy, defense, law, intelligence, and national security. If you think the country screwed up now, despite what
1: we think of newspapers, it'll be a lot more screwed up without them. Hmm. St. Paul, I could you could make the argument that St. Paul a political Machinations have grown increasingly worse without a newspaper there to watch over them. How do you explain Minneapolis then? Uh, uh, I I'll get back to you on that.
2: Okay. okay. <laughs> well, no, that's easy to explain. You, they don't do any wrong according to the Minneapolis Star oh, Tribune. That's true. Yeah, they're 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 just another. Hand. It's the publicity arm of the DFL.
4: uh, We talked about this a bit off here. I think a conservative Republican senator from right next door to us is talking about Donald Trump's influence on his party, and he doesn't like it. Senator Kevin Kramer of North Dakota frustrated that so many of his GOP colleagues appear to defer their views on major issues to former President Trump. Kramer told Political, I just think it's unfortunate that we can't, as individual U.S. senators, take the time and the effort and intellectual honesty to study something on our own and make a decision. Donald Trump has an opinion too, and that's great. But ours should be our opinion.
3: But what's the plan? Because you've said this a lot over the last however many years it's been. If you're head of the Republican, what 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 are you going to do? I mean, he's clearly the most popular. You know what I'm saying? They're all they're
1: all they're they're as loyal to him as that poor woman that Kanye West drags around on a leash. (laughs) But what I guess what what's the
3: alternative? What are you supposed to do? Uh, grow up and have a pair, okay?
2: The party's broken. Yeah, it's, party, it's dreadful. Is, uh,
1: yeah. But the guests at Mar-a-Lago can look at all of the genitals in the glass jars <laughs> and say, "Oh, that's nice."
3: Those are those. Got that going for us. Yeah. <laughs>
4: According to Politico, Kramer is part of uh, a growing number of GOP lawmakers in the Capitol who are irked about Trump's influence on Capitol Hill. Uh, Yesterday, that included Dan Crenshaw from Texas, who said... It's about uh, time we heard from the likes of him. uh, Dan said perhaps uh, they should stop talking against the proposed immigration bill since there's no text of it yet. Nobody's seen it. Wait till it comes out to make your decision, is what Dan said, basically. An awful story from Florida. I I always am amazed this doesn't happen more often. A preliminary FAA report published this morning says three people were killed last night in a fiery crash when a small plane smashed into a mobile home park in Clearwater, Florida. The FAA report lists of three fatalities indicates one among the flight crew and two people on the ground. It happened about 7.30 in the evening last night. The FAA notes the aircraft crashed under unknown circumstances into the mobile home park and there was a post-crash fire. There were no other occupants on the plane besides the pilot. Firefighters responded to the crash site at the Bayside Waters Mobile Home Park. And uh, they found four trailer homes on fire, which uh, one of which had the crashed plane inside. According to the fire chief, the plane was found predominantly in one mobile home.
1: John, I'm curious as to why you think that doesn't that that uh, doesn't happen more often.
4: I'm just there's a lot a lot of planes in the air, yeah. and uh, I'm just surprised we don't have more crashes on the ground that hit a. House or whatever. Well, it's pretty safe
1: industry. Well, I uh, agree. Yes, yeah, yeah. I don't. They go through more checks than you would when you get in your car to go to the Fratelloni's.
2: Tell that to Leonard Skinner.
4: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes crash into
3: a mobile home park.
4: Sometimes little parts of the plane fly off. But aside from that, uh, do you remember? You're
1: also a guy who won't fly, so you're
4: covered. Well, it's got nothing to do with being afraid of flying. Though we've been through this. How about that That's story? I, I love to fly, yeah. I, but I hate. Have you ever flown? Yeah, dozens of times. Helicopters, oh, small Could you airplanes. Chill out for a second, well, you know, he's got the just, just try well, being nice I, for a minute. I don't want to be ten years. You know, it's.
2: How about that story in immediate family where they're in a plane and the pilot has to put it down in a field. And the pilot and the co-pilot just said, eh, we're out of here. They quit right on the spot just, walked uh, away. Walked away, yep.
1: Yeah, what story I, was uh, that? I remember that. Yeah, they were going
4: somewhere.
2: Ohio yeah, or flying something. flying to Some that awful part. gig.
4: Yeah. Just to answer uh, Joe's question with a smart aleck remark, I was in a four-seater that landed in a field. Joe, what do you think of that?
1: Well, you're ahead of me. I have never done that.
4: <laughs> Bob, why? Well, you know what? Now that you, you bring it up, you had to or? No, it,
1: where it was. Landed.
4: That's where it landed. It
1: was oh, taking that's us to. big deal! To well, I've done that too, Dakota.
2: John. Took off and landed in well, a field. Well, been, so you
1: got got. Uh, you can get a green
4: cart to fly, I, can't you? <laughs> you know, well, you
1: flew cardboard. I did fly
4: cardboard. You know, it's really weird, Kenny. Because we landed there, we had to take off too. <laughs> yeah, that's
5: funny.
2: Wow was your field Was your field flat? Because I'm uh, seeing some airfield yeah. around the areas that they've got hills on them, and that's got to be a lot no. of fun.
4: This was flat. Yeah. It just, it had tight like wheel tracks. You know what I mean? So, yeah, the pilot had to land basically. But you have the, the wheel big tracks. fat
1: balloon tires on the plane.
4: Oh, yeah, regular <laughs> Just tires, regular tires. Right, yeah, right. city boy. So, yeah, that was fun. I also flew in a National Guard helicopter, which was weird as hell.
1: Yeah, well, My, I flew in Fifi, a B-29, from uh, Green Bay to Minneapolis.
2: My first flight as a child was on a DC-3.
4: Well, you're pretty oh. old. <laughs> Australia,
6: needs home old. of
1: Bianca Sensori. This woman that West has on a leash that he dresses in carpet remnants. You are obsessed string. with this company. Yeah, really I, think are, it's, uh, yeah. I think you have a special. I,
4: I got off a good line. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Australia needs snake catchers. I'll After, see. More, than, after more
0: than three not a snake.
4: After more than three decades of catching snakes, Paul Newcomb is ready to retire, but can't find uh, can't do it because he can't find younger people wanting to take over.
1: Because they're all dead from something. Because everything in Australia will kill you. Every bug they got is full of poison and venom.
4: Well, and they what? got the spiders. You know, this
1: biggest spiders as big as a the size of Volkswagens. Yeah,
0: they're huge. Why don't they just call Michael J. Dundee? Well, because he's no longer in the business. Never, never safaris. That's right. That's yeah. closed. He was crocodiles, though. After going to the
4: rescue of countless residents and businesses in and around Forbes in the New South Wales, central west of Australia for 30 years, he says he can't stop doing it. He says, if someone calls me up to say there's a snake in their daughter's bedroom, I I can't just say no, I'm not coming. After I got bitten once, I told him, you oh, gutter snake. There's a snake. In oh my boots. God! I'm sorry I included that line. Now, Jeez, it. John. I, I
1: didn't John. Have you do guys
2: have you seen the viral video of the gal in India? She's got yes. the whole regalia oh, on, yep. and there's a snake harassing people on the on the road. She's got a heater going. She <laughs> grabs this snake like it's a twig, and it's no big deal. All the while holding the heater. And just tosses it into the ditch. Yep. I've so cool. That.
3: We better. Uh, we there's better, another one, too, where uh, there, there's a mom and she <laughs> says, I heard a scratching in the wall and there's a snake tail sticking out of the paneling from the ceiling. Oh, hell. I'm in the house. And down. they ripped the paneling and about 70 snakes. Fall oh. Off. No, it's, no. Yeah, you burned oh, the house down. We better go get oh, Patrick. Yes, oh, All right. Let's go
0: get him. I don't like serpents. I don't <sighs> like snakes. Let's <laughs> take care of things at home first, okay? That's what you do when you call welterheating.com. You're enjoying the nice weather right now, but don't get caught with your furnace, uh, with your boiler, with your whatever the case, maybe air conditioner just around the corner. When you want to fire that thing up this spring, this summer, Make sure it's ready. And if it made funny noises last year, then you're going to go with a company that's got 120 years underneath their belt. They've got certified techs, four generations of family members at Welter Heating. Ray and Welter Heating, serving the Twin Cities for 120 years. They really know their stuff. They've changed with technology. Their certified techs come out, and they're very professional. I've done business with Welter, and I can tell you right now, I give them a five-star rating out of five stars. You'll give that same rating after you call 612-825-6867. 612-825-6867. During business hours, a human being will answer your telephone call and guide you through the process. You want to go online? Go, go ahead, welterheating.com. You can book an appointment right there. Poke around their website. Great family to do business with. They'll keep you warm in the winter and nice and cool in the summer. Welterheating.com. Don't forget, heat up your shelter with Ray N. Welter. Are you calling, Pat? Uh, I can. I better. I think you shall right now. You know what? Uh, what's his number? I only have him. I haven't called him forever. I just have him as Pat.
1: Well, that's the number.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's on my phone. Call him Click, info. Click info. Click info.
3: do you know to look up a
0: contact? Yeah, I am right now. Gee whiz. I three. don't know if you, had,
3: if you had it already. Let me know. What you got? Well, no, you can't do it on the council bro. <clears throat> Raske, you have it. So other one, no, no. Six one two. bro Don't say it out loud.
2: What's with the twins diamond Amazon deal? Zero, 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 zero. just tweeted about it. Oh, really? One minute, forty-one minutes ago. Oh, and John, do you? I guess news news is over. Uh, the Carrie Diedzik story.
4: I did not
5: see. I Carrie am in training.
4: What, what's it about?
2: Um, she's stepping down because oh, the cancer's back. Oh, really? Yeah,
4: that's not good. All right, I'll put
2: you on hold and we'll get to. That it. was just released uh, yeah. last hour or so too. Yeah, I can you
4: fine don't lose hope until i'm streaming did
1: you
2: hear that jo- uh joe what uh Deedzyk is stepping what? down because the what? cancer's returned
1: she's a legislator
2: yeah she's well, a, she's the senate she's Majority Leader. Yeah. yeah
1: that's waltz kid yeah yeah, yeah. punch him up Here. double why don't why don't we have John give us that news and then go to Patrick?
2: Her press release was all about all the evil that the DFL committed in the last session, though it's. it's
1: but but she's, she's a DFLer.
2: Yeah, right. That's what I mean. So she was in favor of it, is what you're saying, right? There's oh. one, two, three, four, five, six, right. six paragraphs talking about spending, how much money they spent, and how proud she is. Huh. And then the
1: last two paragraphs are personal. We don't need to bring her up. Ready? I, I am, uh Matt, trying to hear the song.
0: Okay, now I'm gonna go back and take that out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, Pat. Yes, Joseph. How does it feel to be back at the, on the grounds of the old
6: estate? Uh, I'm about a half a block from where I was, too. Uh, the garage is smaller, though. we to got to drive more carefully. But the sound of rackets hitting pickleballs is all over the uh, <laughs> the, the tennis courts up by the uh, main building. have now been replaced by pickleball courts. And you can just hear pickleball, pickleball. Are you taking you up the sport? sport? Yeah, so why don't you jump no, in? Little pickup no, game? Not. I am not uh, taking up the sport, and uh, but I, I could have been just. I was sitting out here on the deck, and I should have been. Uh, I could have been back at a home in full. I saw two old guys wandering by here, about uh, uh, about my age, and what I'm saying. They're saying it's going to be raining Sunday, and maybe Monday too, and they were having a big discussion on whether it's going to rain or not. So I thought it was back home, but I got to tell you something, Joe. All right. There's a job opening. Yeah. Jonathan Harrison is going to get fired as my emergency contact. Hey. Okay. Yeah. Because I today I accidentally was signing off from the fellas this morning and got the emergency contact signal out there, the bat signal out there. Now, it was an accident. I did not have an emergency, but I still haven't heard from Jonathan. It said he was being (laughs) notified. He's apparently going to just let me die down here in Florida without doing (laughs) anything about it.
1: Is he your emergency guy in
6: Florida? (laughs) No, I think he's in Foley or someplace.
2: No, (laughs) you got to remember So Such has no idea who that is. I we have no do.
6: idea what the hell you're talking about.
2: We do, but uh, Joe doesn't. Yeah. Uh, well, you
6: know. Jonathan is. Uh, used to be a backup producer for us, and for now a he does nights. soccer. He still does the <laughs> soccer stuff. Somehow, he ended up in my phone as the emergency contact. But this was the first test for him and he failed miserably. I'm down here.
2: Well, we know what he thinks of you. (laughs)
6: He hasn't even even called to see if I'm still alive. Patrick,
3: I wish you could see the look of confusion on the mayor's face. (laughs) Yeah, he he is like, no uh, idea what's going on. No clue.
6: You've asked me previously why I have him as the emergency contact, and if I knew that, I would be a lot smarter than I am. But somehow that occurred, and it's too humorous to replace him with anybody else. So I, I keep telling, if I ever run into him, I say, "Yeah, you know, get ready, baby. You got to call the ambulance if things are going bad."
1: Are you fired up about the uh, touch football game this weekend?
6: Well, isn't that something really? isn't they what they want us to is it, how did they do last year for the ratings people didn't actually watch did they remember i oh, believe
3: gosh. it outdrew the world series and i'm not joking <laughs> no
6: it probably did
3: oh that's terrible
6: unbelievable yeah no i'm not uh but what i do we were talking about this earlier what i do think is funny is if somebody can't perform because they were hurt at the end of the season they name a replacement joe yeah for a game that doesn't exist but we have replacements for i guess bonuses or something like that so
1: uh, where is this being held do we even know
6: i think it's orlando haven't they moved it permanently to orlando maybe
1: that's it Well, anyway, that's uh, the uh, 2024 20, Pro Bowl. Pebble Beach is on, and I'm wondering if they're getting rain today. They're supposed to be getting a lot of rain in that part of California.
6: Yes, they were speculating on that yesterday. That they were that they that the weather was supposed to be worse, and uh, than it was. They got through yesterday, but they were speculating that uh, it was going to get worse over the weekend. That happens at this time of year.
1: Obviously. Well, they're getting the Pineapple Express.
6: Oh, oh, what's that
1: from? That's Where, called the Pineapple from? Express when they get this uh, torrent of uh, rain yeah. sweeping through the mountains and through the Nevada coming, mountains. Coming and, from Ohio, uh, from Hawaii. I guess so. I guess it yeah. comes from that area. Actually, yeah. it's the
6: Calcutta Express.
1: No, this is the pineapple. <laughs> yes. Danny no. didn't know anything about the pineapple. He knew about no, the Calcutta.
6: Wait. wait, that's true. Yeah. Well, uh, Rory, I was watching a little bit yesterday, and – Rory's cruising along and all of a sudden he goes bogey bogey and he had to make a putt to avoid a double bogey he went boom 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 right down the leaderboard apparently uh Spyglass was playing easier than Pebble yesterday. Pebble must have been having rough weather because most of the leaders played Spyglass yesterday. And you, as a veteran of Spyglass, know that isn't an easy golf
1: course. No, it is not. Say that Dunlap is playing in the tournament. Isn't he the kid, the college yes, kid who won last week?
6: He was struggling a couple of weeks ago. He was struggling along and uh, his yeah, A couple appeared. of weeks ago, yeah. Well, is he his playing day- now as a pro? No, no, I think he's still an amateur. Oh. They, you know, nobody's going <laughs> to complain about having him as their partner. He hasn't declared himself pro yet, I don't think. Yeah. Okay. So there, there's rumors that Liv is already trying to sign him, but uh, he's. I think that's being denied by hey, most people.
1: Have you been to the ballpark yet?
6: I just drove by it. I have not been to the park. The, uh, it looks like they uh, planted new trees there. I did drive down... Uh, uh we did drive down the uh beach though uh fort myers beach yesterday pretty rough from uh, we came in the bonita side and uh you almost get downtown before you stop seeing the destruction so Mm
1: -hmm.
6: it's uh especially well everything on the beach is uh still closed and uh on that side of the beach and then on the other side all those old houses that were occupied by people for forty years, mm-hmm. and they're smoking their marijuana and having a good time. Those, yeah. are, those houses are pretty well disheveled. And they will, they will have, they will sell those lots for a huge profit and go about their way. I would think.
3: When was that storm? Wasn't it eighteen le- uh, months ago? Yeah, because when? when I was back there in March, it was it was really.
1: But bad. it was twenty twenty three, was correct?
3: It. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: No, it was for the, the hurricane. The hurricane was in twenty twenty two, but uh, oh yeah, that yeah, would yeah, make, that that make sense
0: because right. yes. you got to go to the prior year. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Matthew so, uh, just finished playing on Wednesday TPC Scottsdale. It was all set up for the uh, turning. He said it was really cool.
6: Hmm. Oh, they, uh, they have that. Uh, you know, they they ruined that thing though. It used to be spontaneous, and now they got huge bleachers over that par three hole, and they 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 made it premium pricing and you, you don't get the drunk college students like you used to out there on uh, I was down there for a Super Bowl they they had it going by then the Super Bowl when the uh, Giants uh, beat the unbeaten Patriots and that was all spontaneous then it was uh, right down the street from where we were staying and uh it was just a mob of uh, youth coming and uh, having a good time before they kicked off the Super Bowl. Yeah, the
0: pictures he sent—it looks pretty commercialized now with the tents and bleachers and all that other stuff.
6: Yes, but it's—it's uh, it's a. I think they. I, I think they made it a mandatory event, though. I think they. I think they're going to get a good field for it. So,
1: the I mean, uh, Timberwolves host the Orlando's tonight.
6: Yeah, Orlando's they got a good young team. They got Jalen Suggs, but they got this Ron Chiro who's uh made the All-Star game. He's a second-year player. He's a Dookie. He's a yeah, he's a Dookie. We had a big discussion today, Joe, on the Ranchero. Remember the Ranchero?
1: <laughs> no.
6: The Ford Ranchero. The oh, big, of course you know? I do. Yes, Yeah, yes. I mean, didn't you ever want to have one of those in your youth? <laughs> it was it was the first Car that was a truck, right? Wasn't it, the- <laughs> it
1: was a kind of a car slash pickup truck. That's <laughs> yes, right. It
6: was great. Kenny, did you ever have one? You ever had a ranchero?
2: The ranchero and the El, Camino, the El Camino to me are the most offensive vehicles ever made <laughs> and highly I cannot, collectible. Do not stand them.
6: Yeah, I love them. Yeah, I'd take one, Pat. Ford ranchero. <laughs> yeah. Ish. But the El Camino probably outsold the ranchero rather substantially, didn't it, Kenny?
2: Um, you know, you see more of them so anyway. Why did they ranchero?
0: have to have Mexican names? I don't know, like El Burrito or something oh, like that. Oh, that's well, I'd, yeah. I
6: don't know. It could have Hawaiian, Samoan names because right. those guys are all drive ride in the back of the truck all the time. Last time I was out there, get get in the, get out of there. Somebody's gonna fall out. You know, Jeez. going down the road nothing, eighty miles an hour, and they're all sitting uh, on the back of the truck. It's uh,
0: really weird. Nothing <laughs> says '70s than the. Wood panelled ranchero. Oh, that on the is side. Cool. It's <laughs> oh. I'm looking up. It's a '79. Oh, I would own one oh, of those in a heartbeat.
1: <laughs> They're collectible, we, baby.
6: We had a wood panelled station wagon once. The old man had. God, was that an ugly car? Because it's you know just the phony wood.
1: Well, it was called a Country Squire.
6: Yeah, yep, was... the
1: Ford Country Squire. Yeah, we had a Country Squire.
6: The old man had to uh, have a always had to have a wagon. Well, yeah, to pick, up, to pick up the business, you know, <laughs> That's right. <the> <laughs> had, to, had to pick up, had to pick up the inventory. That's right. <laughs> Is that <laughs> the one the propeller
3: went through the? No, hood? that was Pat's car.
6: So oh, that was my car. That was on Peggy's car that I gave her a whopping hundred dollars for.
1: <laughs> and and it wasn't and a I propeller; got, it was a fan
6: blade. Propeller, yeah, yeah. A propeller. Cars don't,
3: it don't have trouble. propellers. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, the Ranchero started as a
4: Falcon. Yep. Holy yep. Yeah, holy moly! It did. Oh, yeah.
2: Now I like that car better than the Ranchero. The Falcon was small and sporty.
6: The Falcon platform, platform
1: was the Mustang platform. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Pat, holy it was great. really
6: nice to chat with you. Well, I got to tell you, one of the great memories of my late great brother Michael yep. is as we were both gazing skyward. <laughs> is that? Is that propeller went 150 feet in the air and almost came down and landed on our head. But I in the car. Sliced, those things sliced right through the hood. Yeah. The Looked like a Sputnik forgot. <laughs> we have a UFO. Oh. That was great. Well, I only got about eight more months out of that car before I totaled it for the third time and gave up. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, three totals is enough. Yeah. Yes,
1: that's right. All righty. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. The
2: propeller
1: blew up. Yes. And I thought he was, was maybe
2: talking about a restaurant or something. Yeah. I didn't realize he was
3: actually I talking know. about the vehicle. I thought he was going to go Pizza Ranchero.
2: He
1: Did lost you? me there for a minute. I haven't used the word Ranchero in quite some time. Plus, I think his name
3: last name is Bonchero. I don't think it's... Hold on. but ranchero. good job
2: on him for remembering the
4: ranchero yeah you know what we're bringing back both the ranchero and el camino in 2025s really yep
1: oh man but
4: they just kind of look like for what purpose <laughs> they're so gross
3: they just look like tiny yeah. pickups now his last name is bonchero <laughs> Bonchero, the player Pat was talking about, it's Ran- not Ranchero. Ran- Remember Joe Ranchero?
1: <laughs> who's Bonchero? The guy Pat thought, huh? oh, Jesus, Joe,
2: you two old farts don't well, even Bonchero, you have no what you idea what about? each other's talking about,
3: huh? Oh.
1: Yeah, well, who's yeah. Bonchero? Is he huh? a baseball player? No,
3: the player for the Magic that Pat was oh, to.
1: yeah, the basketball
3: player. Yeah,
2: you guys should just stick to weather. Huh? God. Huh? Yeah. N- neither one has any idea what
6: the other one's talking about. Jesus. I can't hear you that well. What was that? Yeah, exactly. the old cartoon.
4: cartoon of the two guys on the bench. Right? It's Thursday. Yeah, I'll have a beer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, Reads what is do i have to plug in a promo here H um, H Y A the one that the one that ross sent you ross saroni
2: the san francisco treat. Yeah.
0: ranchero
3: <laughs> no, jose ranchero
2: <laughs> i do not get the el camino it's never made sense
3: hey uh amigo you live around here yeah. hey yeah
0: uh,
1: were them. they for dudes you no know, guys I just don't, wanted to pretend they were I don't farmers know farmers or what
2: and then the El Camino they made a topper for it oh boy so guys would slip a mattress oh. in there for a yeah. little you know
1: sure well they could go camping and stuff that'd right. be neat
4: go camping uh, this
1: will be at you're not, you're not here for the camping are you what time do you leave tomorrow, Reavers? Sunday. Not soon enough, huh?
3: Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's not a very long stay, Chris. Well, it wasn't up to me.
1: This was the better half This is
3: Mrs. Reavers is the one that coordinated said adventure. I'm just allowed to come with. You
1: staying at all-inclusive? They got the worst liquor in the world, those, those all-inclusive. Wait a minute. Are the boys going with?
3: No. Uh, oh. Oh. Well they then, down then
2: Chris, then five days—way too long. <laughs> Sorry about that.
1: Yeah. I should have tried to at least have one of them come along.
3: <laughs> Run cover for me. Yeah, know <laughs> to get you out of there early. Well, that's not she's what I gonna was last thinking. About but... ten hours before she's gonna. Oh, I Miss Home. Okay. Well, I don't know what to tell you. That's all right. I Kind of like the early
4: El Camino's, <laughs> they got kind of ugly in the 60s, but like 59. But all cars yeah. looked neat then. Well, they had fins in 59, didn't they? They had
3: fins, yep. And they had the all I think did about front. is the, the thing from vacation. Wasn't that a what was he driving? No, it, was a wagon. Sorry, no, it was station wagons. No, um,
2: Randall Pink Floyd had an El Camino in uh, I can't move the button. um, Dazed and Confused, Dazed and Confused, yeah.
3: Oh, so just forget about it for today. What you're gonna to need to do, Rook, you have to re—I forgot—you got to record it, and then you got to save it because when he sends it to you, for some reason, it comes up on track So on, Monday, <clears throat> just record it and then resave it to your desktop. In fact, when we're done, I can even just show you how to do it. That way, you can just drag and drop it.
2: Boy, Top Gear was a good show. Jesus, we didn't know how lucky we we were.
0: (laughs) So then, uh, I think that's it. That's all we...
3: There's apparently a brewery on site of the place we're staying. Well,
1: that might uh, help you. you. That That might serve you well.
3: Yeah. I just, I don't know. I am a bit concerned about safety. I think we'll be all right.
1: Ken, what's the Sierra Nevada one? The NA? Uh,
4: trail
3: Pass. Trail Pass. Yep. <laughs> Kenny says, you know what's good as about 12 or 13 things of fireball.
4: Huh? I know. Yeah, 12 or 13 <laughs> <laughs> glasses of fireball.
2: <laughs> so you walk with a lean. <laughs>
4: There's a golden and an IPA, Joe. You probably want the IPA, knowing you. I do. Yeah. The golden's more like a smooth malt. I haven't had it, but that's what uh, I read. Ready?
3: You got the crap. Yeah. you scramble?
0: Yeah. Uh, Tony, Tony, Tony. <clears> How <throat> do right, we go.
6: Today is Friday, T G
0: T I.
5: Friday. It's the scramble!
1: From coast to coast, cities have invested untold billions of dollars in your money and our money, taxpayer money on electric buses. Uh, They're failing in Asheville, North Carolina because of software issues, mechanical problems and difficulty getting parts. They're failing in Philadelphia. They're failing in, uh, uh, did I say Asheville? You did. They're failing in Denver. Uh, two of the four e-buses in Denver are not running. They cost 1.2 million a piece of your money. Uh, we got them not running in uh, California. Uh, I don't want to go into this. Uh, these are good public officials, and they're they're trying to save the earth. And it's not their fault these buses don't work. So they we ain't got them here. Yeah. Not yet, but these, well, only because they come to us all the way from, oh, by the way, just a minute, all Larry. the way from Lake Las Vegas, Nevada. The doorbell
4: destroying. Is that Larry? Yeah. Larry's going nuts.
1: I saw uh, pictures of where the 49ers and Chiefs are staying. If that's where the Limans are staying in Lake Las Vegas, Nevada, it's really beautiful. Huh resorts. Sure. It's just fascinating. They got a pool? I think so. Uh, <coughs> on this day... I'll
3: mark you down. Uh, Feb 2nd. <laughs> in
1: 1842, Newt Nelson... Newt Nelson was born in Evanger in the Vos district of Western Norway. He oh, moved yeah. to Alexandria.
2: <laughs> you mean Canute.
1: Yeah. In 1871, and from 1893 to 1895, he held the state's highest office, serving as the first Scandinavian-born governor in U.S. history.
2: There's so many things named after him in uh, Alec.
1: After his stint as governor, Nelson served in the U.S. Senate, rewrote the bills creating the Departments of Commerce and Labor. He died in
2: 1923. And it's proof... Proof that you're not a real Minnesotan if you're pronouncing his name Newt. Mm -hmm. You you pronounce the K there.
1: On this day... Two, two. In 1846, Stillwater replaced Dakota as the county seat of St. Croix County, Wisconsin Territory. Later annexed by Stillwater, Dakota had been the county seat for six years. Mm -hmm. And on this day... February 2nd. In 1910... In an important act of historical preservation, the Daughters of the American Revolution bought the Henry H. Sibley House in Mendota and converted it into a museum which they maintained for over 80 years before transferring the title to the Minnesota Historical Society. And finally, on this day. February 2nd. This day. Groundhog Day. 1996. You all should remember this. February second, Minnesota's coldest temperature ever. Embarrassed, (laughs) Minnesota was recorded at
3: Tower, Minnesota.
1: A minimum extreme of 60 below Fahrenheit that bests by one degree the previous scientifically measured low established in 1899, and you'll note. The, uh, the weather record for the metro area on this day was a uh, low temperature record was 1996. The same year they were freezing up north. It was 32 below here in the seven county
3: metropolitan mosquito control Woo! district. I still have that newspaper somewhere.
1: I, too, want to say embarrassed. I don't know why this day in history says tower. But, uh, you know, they're pretty close together. It's close enough. How far pretty damn cold. It's pretty, damn cold. pretty damn cold at Tower 60 below Fahrenheit. Wow. And then, uh, the, and this, so that was that record. It's yeah. about
3: 16 minutes. That's not. Tower fun. to embarrass. Same thing. Right. Same
1: thing. Thank you, GLers. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. No football. I hope the country survives. Hail
0: the Volk. Hail the Volk.
1: Yeah, they they uh, dethrone the king tomorrow night.
0: I don't know. You never know. Well, you don't. But you they've don't always, always won. They've always won. They got a good record going. <laughs> Pretty darn good record. If you're looking for something to do this weekend, I got you covered. Because I opened the promos folder, went right to promo copy number three, which is Pod MN. Garage Logic is available on the Pod MN app or wherever you get your podcast, The Pod MN app is here to help Minnesotans discover all the great audio entertainment that Minnesota has to offer, including Garage Logic. From news and politics to sports and entertainment, download the Pod MN app in the Apple Apple Store or via Google Play. It's just that simple. Have a happy Groundhog's Day. Is it Groundhog's Day or Groundhog Day? Regardless, job. I don't know.
1: It's so cold in Alaska. How cold, oh, is cold is it? The homeless are freezing solid. So when you're freezing you know, solid, yeah, you go to touch them and they just tip over like a block of ice. Is that a joke? No, it's on the drudge. Oil is thickening and roofs are collapsing. Homeless are frozen solid.
3: Why would you be homeless in Alaska?
1: A
2: bad Chris list. did you get my uh time I did. stuff? I did.
4: Chris did you get my time stuff? I did. <laughs> so they'd be like Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining, frozen solid.
1: I don't uh, I never did see that movie. Didn't what? never me saw out. The Shining. Not sure I saw the whole thing. I didn't like it. Really scared me. I Jason it. Gay of the Wall Street Journal had a fun idea today. The Nantucket apparently there's a high school on Nantucket, and the football team needs a coach. And he, it's Belichick's favorite place to be is Nantucket, and he's proposing that Belichick take that gig. Wouldn't that be cool? Mm-hmm. Now, I can't believe there is a high school football team in Nantucket because who would they play? You'd have to get on a ferry. And, you know, going back to the mainland would take more than, you know, 30 minutes. I mean... Nantucket High School. Yeah. With the kind of money he made, he should have been able to afford a place on Nantucket. I don't know if he lives there or not.
3: You would think. There is a high school. Yeah, but
1: to play people, they'd have to go back to the mainland. Hmm. And then... You would think they'd there, be.
3: Their high school teams are known as the Whalers. The Whalers.
1: You'd think to, they would be uh, uh, dealing with some rough weather
3: in the late fall. There are currently five boys' teams soccer, basketball, swimming, lacrosse, and baseball. Oh, there is not a football, have football team. Oh, then never No, mind. wait, no. Six girls' teams softball, basketball, swimming, lacrosse, volleyball, and soccer, and six co ed teams, including football. Field hockey. A co-ed football team? Well, girls, some girls play football, high school football.
1: I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Here in Minnesota? Oh, yeah. They best be tough gals, huh? Well, what's
3: her name? Kathy Ireland played kicker.
1: Who's Kathy Ireland? Uh, no, actress. no, 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 no.
3: No, be... I, I wasn't being funny. That's kind of what no, started. No, no, no. no
2: Joe doesn't get to say who's Kathy Ireland
3: oh, if you don't oh, know. Well, if I can't believe know. she's old. But that well, in that movie, honestly, not that as is old what as us. that's what oh, convinced some girls to play football. What movie? Uh, what was it called? Necessary Roughness or something? North
2: Dallas Forty. I don't think she was in. Uh, uh, she's ninety a, then. There's a brand new country artist out called uh, Dixon Dallas, and he's got a hit song called uh, "Good Looking," and I just sent all of you a text message with uh, a link to the lyrics to that uh, song. Oh, yeah. which, Does it have a
1: pickup truck in uh, it, whiskey? I'm
2: sure you're going to really... Joe, you especially will appreciate these A lot, these lot of swearing, isn't there? Is that what you're going to ready. ready? No, no. It's, I'm ready. It goes a surprising direction that you oh, will not be ready
4: for. Surprise ending. I'm ready. Well, of course, it's really funny. <laughs> Jesus, Kenny.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, I haven't opened it. I better open it.
1: Is that allowed to be played on the air? <laughs>
4: I don't think so.
3: Jeez. Well, it's, not, <laughs> it's no worse than... <laughs>
1: It's no worse my than, reaction was a bit antiquated. Wasn't it? What's no, the name it was of the song? perfect.
2: Yeah. That was how I reacted. I'm like, Oh my word, <laughs> like
3: my grandma yeah. or something. Jeez. Well, it's not any Holy worse snikey, than what's the grandma. song you compared to Baby It's Cold Outside? That song's way worse than uh, this
1: one. Wet,
2: uh, um, bring oh a that. mop in a bucket. Oh, that <laughs> that song's
1: Yeah, uh, Rook, uh, yeah. Chicago immigrants getting a total of nine, uh, getting the equivalent of nine thousand dollars. In taxpayer money from uh, Chicago taxpayers.
3: Apparently, the football team, Joe, in Nantucket, is a multi state champion. Boy, Chicago immigrants are getting. Chicago illegal immigrants. Oh,
0: hang on, hang on. Okay, are getting
1: the equivalent. Yep of $9,000 a month in goods and services.
0: Goods and services, okay.
1: Harvard diversity director Mm-hmm. Charged with plagiarism, comma. Yep. And it isn't any wonder. Period. Got it. Uh, Pat Royce, sports, and John Height.
3: Nantucket's football team was led by legendary coach Vito Capizo hey. for 45 years from 1964 to 2009. Huh. They don't need Belichick. Well, of course, he must but be retired. The
1: only thing that interests me is their travel schedule. Other than that, I don't care what you're finding or they what you do. They play
3: Martha's Vineyard every year.
1: Well, that's not far. You For can the swim Island there.
3: Cup on the weekend before Thanksgiving. Yeah. The Island Cup is played on Nantucket one year, then on Martha's Vineyard the next year. And it alternates every other year. Okay. The Island Cup. That'd
5: Island be fun.
3: Euro. That'd be cool
0: what about island boy
3: but the nantucket football team has a lot of kids that need to be punched
1: well they would be the the children of the workers oh yeah it wouldn't be the rich kids why wouldn't they be the rich kids because they don't stay there in the winter you moron oh yeah
0: (laughs) but they have a bad hockey team yeah (laughs)
1: You know, it'd be the son of the hardware store guy. That's true.
3: Unless they played football in the summer.
1: Uh, Maybe they do, because who wants to be on that ferry in November?
3: The hardware store.
1: When the waves of uh, Gitche Gumi are way high.
3: you want me to look up Martha's Vineyard's football teams? No. Okay.
1: No, I don't really care. Who gives a bleep? What should be the nation's rallying cry when it comes to Taylor and Travis?
3: Well, who gives a bleep is why the voters
1: got us into this mess. Is is Taylor's boyfriend Travis the brothers Jason? Correct. Yeah.
3: I'm already on record though. I would much rather hang out with jason kelsey's wife than travis kelsey's girlfriend she seems cool well taylor's pretty cool Mm. yeah if you like broads that want to whine about all their ex-boyfriends she looks
1: like she should be selling tomatoes at a roadside stand (laughs) with the gingham dress on and the bonnet (laughs) and the whole deal
3: Okay. You guys are just all weird as hell.
1: Fresh tomatoes
3: and tomatoes spelled
1: wrong. Yep, you
3: know. Jesus, it's written in red. Yeah, paint.
1: It's got the Kewpie doll, the mustache or not mustache. I especially mustache. love how. Mustache.
2: I love how Rever- uh, Reavers assumes that every broad on the planet wants to hang out with him and that he's got <laughs> options. I do.
4: <clears throat> That's
2: always um, fun.
3: No, I just meant. Doesn't she seem cooler than her? Then, then what's her name? Really She's giving it cool. a lot of thought. I don't even really know anything about her either. So,
2: Yeah, I, I don't want to hang out with any of them. Don't know what she looks like. Don't know what she does. Don't know. Don't care.
0: <clears throat> all right, friends. Friends? Let's get this party started. Uh, council's going down because I've got to edit all this stuff. So it's going to be really boring. Well, you're, you're no fun. Yeah. <laughs> You're no you have to day. work today? Uh, I'm not going back to the airport, but I have one of those sound stories to do after at 2 o'clock.
3: Oh. gonna do another one? It's two. a Zoom,
0: yeah. Uh, but this person... Can Joe and I hang out? Uh, Joe probably would because... I will tell you this. This lady's father was Luther Simijohn... And he grew up out on the co out uh, out east. Went to the Yale School of Medicine as, and had a patent for the color X-ray machine in 1935. Was the first to re, uh, build a flight simulator. Wow! This is all on uh, during World War II. He invented a training apparatus for aviators. It was the first flight simulator of its kind. Wow. Huh. So her, this gal's dad uh, really
2: was smart. My talk is running an ad with you um, talking about the airport. Yeah, recruiting. You don't identify yourself, but you talk about how you've been working there now for a number of years. And for some reason, that ad always comes up right before I go on with
0: one of my little ditties. I have heard feedback from a lot of my talk listeners. So I always think, uh, well, thank you, Matthew. Well, I'll do nice that. See, I'm going to do that, Matthew. Come well, on, Don. We'll take you.
2: Yeah. I-, I love that line how you can, is if you can drag your drunken, dirty ass in there, <laughs> you've got a job.
0: Yeah. Basically, are, are you upright? You're hired. There you go. Are you upright? Do you, you show up? You're hired.
2: Have somebody put you in a wheelbarrow, wheel you in.
0: Well, there is an opening at the Chick-fil-A manager's position right now. I heard they have a good
4: bonus structure. Oh, man, Carl Weathers died.
0: Oh, no, Apollo.
4: Yeah, Apollo Creed. Who died? Uh, Carl Weathers.
3: Wasn't he just in a football ad I saw? Was he? With with Gronkowski. I don't know. Died
4: in his sleep, it says. Died peacefully in his sleep. I guess there won't
0: be a Rocky 12. Oh wait, he died in Rocky Three, didn't he? No, Mick died.
3: Yeah, he was just in a uh, in a ad with Ground council
2: Was he? Why am I thinking of him as a golf pro with no hand? No,
3: you're thinking of uh, Happy Gilmore.
2: Was yeah? He was the golf <laughs> he was pro, the right? Golf
3: pro and Happy Gilmore, and the,
2: uh, and the alligator ate his hand. Yeah.
3: Um, God, what yeah. was his name in that
0: movie? All right, Council. We'll think about it.
3: Um. <laughs> how oh, others You'll-